Chapter 9, Concept 9.2. The myotic, the mitotic phase alternates with interphase in the cell cycle. In 1882, a German anatomist named Walter Fleming developed dyes that allowed him to observe for the first time the behavior of chromosomes during mitosis and cytokinesis. In fact, Fleming t coined the terms mitosis and chromatin. It appeared to Fleming that during the period between cell division and the next, the cell was simply growing larger. But now, we know that many critical events occur during this stage in the life of the cell. Mitosis is just one part of the cell cycle, figure 9.6. In fact, the mitotic phase which includes both mitosis and cytokinesis, is usually the shortest part of the cell cycle. Mitotic cell division alternates with a much longer stage called interphase, which often accounts for about 90% of the cycle. Interphase can be divided into subphases. The G1 phase, first gap, the S phase, synthesis, and the G2 phase, second gap. During these three subphases, the cell will eventually the cell, a cell that will eventually divide grows by producing proteins and cytoplasmic organelles such as mitochondria and endoplasmic reticulum. However, chromosomes are duplicated only during the S phase. We will discuss synthesis of DNA in chapter 13. Thus, a cell grows G1, continues to grow as it copies its chromosomes, S, and grows more as it completes preparations for cell division, G2 and divides, M. The daughter cells may then repeat the cycle. A particular human cell might undergo one division in 24 hours. Of this time, the M phase would occupy less than one hour, while the S phase might occupy 10 to 12 hours, or about half the cycle. The rest of the time would be apportioned between the G1 and G2 phases. The G2 phase usually takes about four to six hours. In our example, G1 would occupy about five to six hours. G1 is the most variable in length in different types of cells. Some cells in a multicellular organism divide very infrequently, or not at all. The cells spend their times in G1, or a related phase called G0, doing their job in the organism, or a nerve cell carries impulses, for example. Mitosis is conveniently broken down into five stages. Prophase, prometaphase, metaphase, anaphase, and telophase. Overlapping with the latter stages of mitosis, cytokinesis completes the mitotic phase. Figure 9.7 describe the, describes these stages in an animal cell. Study this figure thoroughly before progressing to the next two sections, which examine mitosis and cytokinesis more closely. The mitotic spindle, a closer look. Many of the events of mitosis depend on the mitotic spindle, which begins to form in the cytoplasm during prophase. This structure consists of fibers made of microtubules and associated proteins, while the mitotic spindle assembles. The other microtubules of the cytoskeleton partially disassemble, providing the material used to construct the spindle. The spindle microtubules elongate polymerize by incorporating more subunits of protein tubulin and shorten, depolymerize by losing subunits. In animal cells, the assembly of spindle microtubules starts at the centrosome, a subcellular 
region containing material that functions throughout the cell will cycle to organize the cell's microtubules. It is also a type of microtubule organizing center. A, central, a pair of centrioles is located in the center of the centrosome, but they are not essential for cell division. If the centrioles are destroyed with the laser microbeam, the, sindle, the spindle nevertheless forms during mitosis. In fact, centrioles are not even present in plant cells, which do form mitotic spindles. During interphase in animal cells, the single centrosome duplicates, forming two centrosomes, which remain together near the nucleus. The two centrosomes move apart during prophase and prometaphase of mitosis as the spindle microtubules grow out from them. At the end of the prometaphase, the two centrosomes, one at each pole of the spindle, are at opposite ends of the cell. An aster, a radial array, a radial array of short microtubules, extends from each centrosome. The spindle includes the centrosomes, the sp spindle microtubules, and the asters. Each of the two sister chromatids of duplicated chromosome have a kinetochore, a structure made up of proteins that have assembled on specific sections of the chromosomal DNA at each centromere. The, cen the chromosome's two kinetochores face in opposite directions. During prometaphase, some of the spindle microtubules attach to the kinetochores. These are called kinetochore microtubules. The number of microtubules attached to the kinetochore varies among species. From one microtubule in yeast cells to 40 or so in some mammalian cells. When one of the chromosome's kinetochores is captured by microtubules, the chromosome begins to move toward the pole from which those microtubules extend. However, the movement is checked as soon as the microtubules from the opposite pole attach to the other kinetochore. What happens next is like tug of war that ends in a draw. The chromosomes move first in one direction, then the other, back and forth, finally setting midway between the two ends of the cell. At metaphase, the centromeres of all the duplicated chromosomes are on a plane, midway between the spindle's two poles. The plane is called the metaphase plane, which is imaginary rather than an actual cellular structure, figure 9.8. Meanwhile, microtubules that do not attach to kinetochores have been elongated, and by metaphase, they overlap and interact with other non-kinetochore microtubules from the opposite pole of the spindle. These are sometimes called polar microtubules. By metaphase, the microtubules of the asters have also grown and are in contact with the plasma membrane. The spindle is now complete. The structure of the completed spindle correlates well with the function during anaphase. Anaphase commences suddenly when the cohesions holding together the sister chromatids of each chromosome are cleaved by an enzyme called separase. Once separated, the chromatids become fully-fledged chromosomes that move towards opposite ends of the cell. How did the kinetochore microtubules function in this poleward mo movement of chromosomes? Apparently, two mechanisms are at play involving motor proteins. To review how motor proteins move in an object along a microtubule, see figure 4.21. A clever experiment carried out in 1987 suggested that motor proteins on the kinetochores walk the chromosomes along the microtubules, which depolymerize their kinetochore ends after the motor proteins have passed 
figure 9.9. This is referred to as the Pac-Man mechanism because of its resemblance to the arcade game character that moves by eating all the dots in its path. However, other researchers working with different cell types or cells from other species have shown that chromosomes are reeled in by motor protein, means at the spindle poles, and that the micro uh, tubules depolymerize after they pass by these, these motor proteins. These gener the general consensus now is that both mechanisms are used, but their relative contributions vary among cell types. In a dividing animal cell, the non-kineticore microtubules are responsible for elongating the whole cell during anaphase. Non-kineticore microtubules in the opposite poles overlap with each other during metaphase. See figure 9.8. During anaphase, the region of overlap is reduced as motor proteins attached to the microtubules walk them away from each other using energy from ATP. As the microtubules push apart from each other, their spindle poles are pushed apart, elongating the cell. At the same time, the microtubules lengthen somewhat by the addition of tubulin subunits to their overlapping ends. As a result, the microtubules continue to overlap. At the end of anaphase, duplicate groups of chromosomes have arrived at opposite ends of the elongated parent cell. Nuclei reform during telophase. Cytokinesis generally begins during anaphase and telophase, and the spindle eventually disassembles by depolymerization of microtubules. In animal cells, cytokinesis occurs when a process known as by a process known as cleavage. The first sign of cleavage is the appearance of a cleavage furrow, a shallow groove on the cell in the cell surface near the old metaphase plate. Figure ten figure nine point ten A. On the cytoplasmic side of the furrow is a contractile ring of actin microfilaments associated with the molecules of the protein myosin. The actin microfilaments interact with the myosin molecules, causing the ring to contract. The contraction of the dividing cell's ring of microfilaments is like the pulling of a drawstring. The cleavage furrow deepens until the parent cell is pinched in two, producing two completely separated cells, each with its own nucleus and share of cytosol, organelles, and other subcellular structures. Cytokinesis in plant cells, which have cell walls, is markedly different. There is no clevo cleavage furrow. Instead, during telophase, vesicles derived from the Golgi apparatus move along microtubules to the middle of the cell, where they co coalesce, forming a cell plate, figure 9.10b. Cell wall materials carried in the vesicles collect in the cell plate as it grows. The cell plate enlarges until its surrounding membrane fuses with the uh, plasma membrane along the perimeter of the cell. Two daughter cells result, each with its own plasma membrane. Meanwhile, a new cell wall arising from the contents of the cell plate has formed between the daughter cells. Figure 9.11 is a series of micrographs of a dividing plant cell. Examining this figure will help you review mitosis and cytokinesis, binary fission in bacteria. Prokaryotes, bacteria, and archaea undergo a type of reproduction in which the cell grows roughly double its size and divides into two cells. The term binary fusion, fission, meaning division in half, refers to this process into the asexual, 
asexual reproduction of a single-celled eukaryote, such as the amoeba in figure 9.2a. However, the process in eukaryotes involves mitosis, the process in prokaryotes does not. In bacteria, most genes are carried on a single bacterial chromosome, which consists of circular DNA molecules as and associated problems. Although bacteria are smaller and simpler than eukaryotic cells, the challenge of replicating their genomes in an orderly fashion and distributing the, co the copies equally in two daughter cells is still formidable. The chromosome of the bacteria Estrechli coli, um, when it is fully stretched out, is about 500 times as long as the cell. For such a long chromosome to fit within the cell requires it to be highly coiled and folded. In E. coli, the process of cell division is initiated when the DNA of the bacterial chromosome begins to replace, begins to replicate at a specific place on the chromosome called the origin of replication, producing two origins. As the chromosome continues to replicate, one origin moves rapidly towards the opposite end of the cell, figure 9.12. While the chromosome is replicating, the cell elongates. When replication is complete and the bacterium has reached about twice its initial size, its plasma membrane pinches inward, dividing the parent E. coli cell into two daughter cells. In this way, each cell inherits a complete genome. Under the techniques of modern DNA technology to tag the origins of replication with molecules that, go, that glow green in fluorescent microscopy, see figure 4.3, researchers have directly observed the movement of bacterial chromosomes. This movement is reminiscent of the coleward movements of the centromere regions of the eukaryotic chromosomes during anaphase of mitosis, but bacteria do, don't have visible mitotic spindles or even microtubules. In most bacterial species studied, the two origins of replication end up at opposite ends of the cell or in some other very specific location, possibly anchored there by one or more proteins. How bacterial chromosomes move and how their specific location is established and maintained are still not fully understood. However, several proteins have, have been identified to play important roles. One resembling eukaryotic actin apparently functions in bacterial chromosome movement during cell division. Another that is related to tubulin seems to help pinch the plasma membrane inward, separating the two bacterial daughter cells. Given that prokaryotes preceded eukaryotes on Earth by, by more than a billion years, we might hypothesize that mitosis evolved from simpler prokaryotic mechanisms of cell reproduction. The fact that some of the proteins evolved in bacterial binary fusion is related to the eukaryotic proteins that function in mitosis support in that bacterial binary fusion are related to eukaryotic proteins that function in mitosis support hurts that hypothesis. As eukaryotes with nuclear envelopes and larger genomes evolve, the ancestral process of binary fusion seen today in bacteria somehow gave rise to mitosis. Possible intermediate stages are suggested by two unusual types of nuclear division, found today in, in certain unicellular eukaryotes, dinoflagellates, diatoms, and some yeast. Figure 9.13. These processes may be similar 
to mechanisms used by ancestral species and thus may resemble steps in evolution the evolution of mitosis from a binary vision-like process presumably carried out by very early bacteria. The two modes of nuclear division shown in figure 9.13 are thought to be cases where ancestral mechanisms have remained relatively unchanged over evolutionary time. In both types, the nuclear envelope remains intact in contrast to what happens in most eukaryotic cells.